Ain't nobody listening to this shit. Welcome to the Beyond Our Service podcast, where two veterans with wives and kids pretend to know what they're doing in life. We look at the good, bad, and ugly and laugh our way through it all. So come join us as we go beyond our service. Welcome back, guys, to yet another episode of Beyond Our Service. I'm your host, Steven, and my guest host is Cousin Brian. He is, What's going on? He's still here with me, and we are got a fun-packed show to you today. And before we do, we are on social medias, and I think just two of them, uh, Instagram and <laughs> Facebook. I think there's a lot more of them now that we don't know how to operate. Yeah, that's very true. But... Uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get this thing rolling. So, um, Brian, how was your... Today is Sunday, December 26th. So, how was your Christmas? It was good. It was good. We went over to Casper, went over and hung out with my wife's family over there and had a, a good, wholesome family Christmas. Um, Very nice. Get the kiddos on Thursday. So, we're going to have kiddo Christmas on Thursday. And, uh, well, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, so I'm spend the weekend with them. And uh, give them their presents, and we brought all their presents over from Casper down here, and it was good, man. It was uh, a little stressful. We were supposed to get these big storms that were supposed to come in like Thursday. We left Thursday, but luckily, when we got headed over, the storms didn't hit, so we had dry roads over. But on the way back, we ran into some some uh, inclement weather, if you will, uh, over South Pass. So I had to deal with uh, snow and ice and blizzard conditions, but we made it home safe and sound. So all is good. Very good. Yeah. How was yours? It was good, man. It was uh, it was a little bit different um, than past Christmases. So uh, we, well, what we did was all the same. Everything went really smooth, except this time around. This was our first time where Lillian, who is just turned nine, um, uh-huh. now knows that Santa is not real. Oh no! Indeed. So, she um, <clears throat> she came over, or she really enjoyed it. I think she enjoyed kind of seeing what Stephen, you know, just his excitement. She really kind of fed into it. So she did a really good job. I was really proud of her. Um, and that kind of leads. Did she us, ruin it for him? No, not at all. Nope. Like I, my sister did to me. Nope. I told her there was lots of threats um, <laughs> when I first when we broke the news to her. So. Essentially, uh, and that's kind of what leads me into what I want to talk about tonight. Uh, for my side, is um, we went on a daddy daughter date last Friday, uh, and I will admit I do not. We don't do this enough. We've probably only I think this is our second or third one ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I highly, highly suggest um, doing it and to not put it off because right. time does get away from you. I think we did one, and it was. God almighty, dude. I think it was over a year ago. Um, and I was going to do them a lot more and I just kept saying, yeah, I want to do it this week. And then of course life gets busy. And then before you know it, six months has rolled by. So, or in this case over 12. So we, um, we decided we were going to go to a movie for some reason. Uh, she really wanted to see the new Spider-Man movie. Uh, so we went and watched that. I had to get tickets at two 50 in the afternoon because the rest were sold out. Well, I mean, that's still, I mean, that's good timing though. I mean, you can go, go watch the movie and then maybe go to a dinner or an early, yep. early dinner. And then that way they're not out past their bedtime. 
Yeah, no, it worked out perfect, man. She, uh, we went to the movie. It was a great movie. Um, highly suggested if you're in any way a fan of the, uh, the superhero stuff. And then she went to, or we went out to eat. She's a big fan of a restaurant. It's like a, a Hispanic or Mexican restaurant, um, called Mi Casina. Um, it's pretty, okay. pretty decent, not terrible. She loves it. So we went there and, um, had dinner and it was there at dinner that, um, that it happened. <laughs> you broke her heart. Yep. So, uh, man, it's first, just a little bit more on the, on the daddy daughter thing, man. She was, it's just, she loves it, you know, and I always kind of joke, but someone kind of told this to me and I put it on our, on the Instagram and I put it, took a picture and I kind of said a little thing. And essentially this is as for this, I want to say this again and reiterate it for motivation to take your daughter on a date. Um, it's, Someone told me or I read it or something that basically a daughter learns how like their first, the first man they're in love with or fall in love with is their father. And they learn from that love, how other men should treat them. And there, you know, Mm -hmm. there's also some part of it, how you treat your wife and stuff too. But a lot of it is just how, you know, y'all's relationship is kind of what starts it. Mm -hmm. And so they, that basically I, you know, someone said something to something to me. It was just like, Hey, you need to set the bar high so that she doesn't uh, you know, settle for a bag of shit. And I was like, yeah, yeah no, so that you makes set the total bar sense. So extremely high. She becomes no matter, a nun. Well, that, or just every dude is going to fall short and she's just always going to run to dad. So that sounds great. I don't think there's anything yeah, wrong with that, that. No, I don't. I, with a 10 year old daughter, I agree. I think, you know, I, like you were saying, I, I, I have because I'm divorced and I get my kids, you know, every other weekend. And when you get them, they both want to spend time with you. And I've always kind of, I've always made the, I haven't made a promise yet, but I've kind of always in my head been like, all right, I'm going to do the daddy, you know, the daddy daughter day or, you know, and hang out with them. And then when they both get here, they're both want to be with me. And I feel bad that if I'm like, all right, I'm going to take Adele out for a night. Archer, you stay home. You know, and he's going to get his heart crushed because he doesn't get to see me all that often either. And so I've, I've, had mixed mixed feelings about it. I haven't done it yet, but after hearing you talk about it, I'm going to do it, you know, cause, cause you're right. You got to set that bar so that they don't end up with a bag of shit. Right. <clears throat> and you know, I, some guy who's hooked on drugs and beats them or whatever. Cause their dad didn't take them out on a daddy daughter date. Great. Great. Look what <laughs> I set my daughter up for. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's that, that extreme just yet, but I think you've got some time, but well, I do. I just, ruined. I encourage guys, um, dads to, to make the time again, dude, this is literally the, I think second or third time. Um, but she, when they just, they enjoy it. It's really, and I do think, and that's the thing is I am very lucky. I'm not divorced, but I've also like, we live close enough to a, a, like a hunting camp where we are dear lease. So me and Steven do get to spend time together and just me and him, so it's only like and me and Lily because of just her sports and everything else the way it's worked. I just we don't do a lot just me and her. So it's something that I would at least just be cognitive of is just how much you're spending time and try to get some of those daddy daughter dates. You know, maybe once every six months. I don't think it needs to be once a month or something. But um, man, it is. It's impactful, and I think it. And it was fun. I mean, we just relax. Mm-hmm. We're we're watch a good movie and then we go eat some food. And then she, I think at one point she was like, why are you asking me so many questions? 
at dinner. And I'm like, well, I don't know. We just because we got a little bit else. What else we can talk about? We're just going to sit here and eat quietly. And she's like, well, no, guess not. And I'm like, no. Yeah. This is what we do. We sit here and talk. So, yeah. And teach them good life skills. Uh-huh. You know? And that's about the time that I asked her a question and then it set her off. Uh, unknowingly, I, I laid a trap for myself and I said, So, what did you ask Santa for Christmas? Mm-hmm. And again, this is about a week. This is a week before Christmas Eve, right? So, and uh, yeah, that's a normal question. But I guess everybody had been asking her, and my my wife had been asking her, Renee, and so she's like, "Why, why do you keep? Why'd you ask me that?" And I'm like, "What? Uh, because it's almost Christmas." And she's like, "Yeah, but Mom keeps asking me that too, and everybody keeps asking me what I'm asking for Santa. Like, why do why do y'all need to know?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't. I know, and we knew it was coming. We thought maybe we'd get one more Christmas out of it, but Mm -hmm. she's like, well, excuse me, you guys keep asking, and, you know, I I just don't understand why, and I was like, well, I mean, I don't think it's that big a deal. I just was just asking to make conversation, so I'm already trying to backpedal, right? Like, I'm like, Mm -hmm. shit, this is not going well. Screwed it up. So you did not go into this. You didn't go into this pre-planned, right? You didn't go in like, I'm going to tell her? Hell no, no. We knew we we figured this was we were hoping we figured it was it was about that time we, we thought we I mean dude we were a week out we thought we could get one more Christmas in and then there's no way she's gonna make it all the way to the next one right. so <clears throat> we're just trying to enjoy this last one and I asked that question and she pretty much like started to drill me with questions <laughs> on why I was asking why do we need to know. Who like all this stuff? And I was like, what? No, I mean, I just, I don't, I mean, what, you know? And then she's like, well, is Santa real? And I was like, well, what do you think? And <laughs> Renee has used this. She's asked Renee a couple times before, even a couple years ago. <clears throat> and that's always diffused it. We're like, well, what do you think? Well, I think this, this, and this. Well, oh, okay, great. That sounds good. You know, and you just right. like deflect. Yeah, that shit didn't work. I said, what do you think? And she was like, Mom asked. Mom always asked me that too. I'm like, God dang it! So, <laughs> son of a bitch. She's like, I got him. Yeah, no, I've she's got, got all the I've easy ones. Him, yeah, pinned him to the wall. He's done. I got him. Start drilling away. Yeah. So then she's like, I go, well, you know, I well, I well, so what do you think? And she's like, well, I think you guys buy all the presents. And I was like, I mean, that's that's kind of ridiculous. I was like, I don't know. And then. And I said, God dang it, I'm messing it up. Because she said something else, and I go, well, I don't know. I mean, what, like, I feel like. What do you think? <laughs> I said, what do you think again? And she just stopped, and she goes, I think I want you to tell me the truth. Ooh. And just stared at me. And I was like, you want me to tell you the truth? And she goes, yep. And I go, okay. Santa's not real. And she's oh. like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like. <laughs> It's like she she was waiting for the you know no no absolutely sweetheart like Santa's absolutely one hundred percent real and then you drop the truth bomb yep. right on her little head she looked me dead, dead in the eyes and said I think I want you to tell me the truth and not like I think it was more like tell me the truth bitch so <laughs> I was you got, like you got strong on by your daughter I did I did dude she and she you know we had talked about this before me and Renee and she's kind of at that age where it's like it's getting to the point where. Yeah, you know, I don't really want to lie to her anymore about this crap. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. like, it's not that she's nine. Like, she just turned nine. She's, I didn't make it to nine. So I'm like, I don't think it's that big a deal. It's starting to get obnoxious that I have to lie to her. 
So right. I was I was kind of ready anyway. But then Renee and we thought, all right, well, let's just see if we can get through this one more time. And so I just, I, I laid it out there. I said, well, no, you know, he's not real. You're right. We do buy the presents and then we give them to you on Christmas. And she mm-hmm. just stared at me for a little bit quietly and then like start, you could see the tears welling up in her eyes. Oh. And I was like, ah, oh, damn it. And so. Hey, where'd he go, buddy? Yeah, I know. Well, this, this daddy daughter date was going great. Um, right. She's got to remember this one. Yeah. So I'm going to look for a man who can rip my heart out every dinner. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Make me cry. So, and lie to me, lie to me for years, and then rip my heart out. And only when I, yeah. So, <clears throat> so she, yeah. So then all of, you know, she gave her, I gave her a moment, and uh, I took a picture, a selfie with her crying, and she's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I was like, "I have to document this." You'll appreciate oh, dude, it later. You set the bar so low. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I had to. I was like, I gotta show her this when she's older. So she uh so then we're we're sitting there, like we've already done that. She's kind of she's starting to like really process everything. And then all of a sudden it's like one epiphany after another. She's all these realizations, everything starts hitting her. She's like, wait a minute. So so you you guys wrap all the presents? It's like, well, mom wraps the presents. Yes, right, right. right. Dad doesn't I'm, do that. Don't. I'm just I as help. surprised as you are. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't. <laughs> to be honest, let's be fair. Your mom does most of the work, and she's like, well, I, well, then. So what about the books and stuff? That's they just wrote those for no reason. It's like I mean, I'm pretty sure Saint Nicholas was real at one point. Mm-hmm. He's just not like the whole magical coming through your chimney thing. I was like, oh, none of that's real. Right, he like, can't well, hit every kid. He can't go across the whole world and get every kid in one night. It'd be impossible. Yeah, he's a bag of shit. Yeah. You want to set a bar high? So I'm like, well, yeah, no, that's not real. And then I'm like, well, and she's like, well, what about the books? And I was like, and she said, somebody wrote those. And I was like, well, yeah, it's people just wrote them, made money off of them. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, then what about all the, so those songs? Like they just wrote the songs just because? I was like, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> yep. they're, they're, yeah. And then she goes, uh, which I could do a whole nother freaking segment on this stupid elf, but she's like, <clears throat> so oh, the elf on the shelf. God almighty. Hate, hate <laughs> that thing. So she's like, so, so if our, our elf's name is buddy. So she's like, so if I, so I can just touch buddy, there's no magic. It's like, no, there's definitely no magic in that stupid stuffed animal. It's a stuffed animal right. that someone made a ton of money off of by inventing. Yep. And she was like, oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, yes. And I couldn't help but laugh. Like I was laughing through some of it. And I just, cause I thought it was so like, some of it was so funny. She started putting all these things together, dude. It was, she's not happy with me laughing, but then I kind of explained to her and I told her, look, you know what? Let's there. It what's real. And the whole point of Christmas it's like we're Christians. God is real. Jesus is real. Like that part about Christmas yes. matters. The rest of this stuff, I was like, it's just, I don't know. We all do it. Like it's it's fun for a little while. You get to see the innocence in your children, but yep. you know, it's it, like it's, no Santa Claus isn't real, but Jesus is real. Like that stuff is real. Um, yep. So don't you know? I was like, it just. And then we kind of got into like, and then I said, well, but Stevens still believes, so you better keep your mouth shut. And she's like, okay. Right. And I said, look, well, you like, get to see it from our side point of view on Christmas. Like he's going to be excited. It's fun. It's fun buying the presents. Yep. It's fun 
seeing them believe, still believe in those like childlike magic and stuff. And so I think she did really well. And then I got another picture. I didn't, I'll put it on Instagram um, probably tomorrow. But like okay. the first thing she came home, she was like, I really want to touch the elf. I was like, you can throw that <laughs> shit across the room if you want to. So she did. I got a picture of her touching the elf. And then for the, it was kind of badass because then the rest of the nights, I forgot about the stupid elf like I always do. And she hit it every night for Steven. And just oh, that's kept awesome. Kept her mouth shut, played it good, played it cool. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. way to go. Good job. Yeah. So That's better than my sister. I remember. So my sister's four years older than me. Yeah. And she figured it out, right? And so I think it was about nine, nine or ten. I think I was five or six. And... <laughs> Like literally, as soon as my mom and dad told her it wasn't like Santa's not real, all this stuff, it couldn't have been an hour. And she was like, <laughs> she just like, guess what? Santa's not like we got in an argument or whatever because we hated each other as kids. And she was like, Santa's not real. And I was like, what? And like I had like a mental breakdown <laughs> on the sofa, crying. And I wasn't even upset that Santa wasn't real. My thing was that Rudolph wasn't a real reindeer. Like, that just tore my heart out. And so like it like my sister ruined Christmas for me. Like I think I, I had to have been five or six. So like really little. Yeah, you right were in young. like the heyday. Yeah, dude. Like, that's like the best been. time when you're like putting it all together and you're like, dude, this is awesome. And you because when you're little, little, like you have really no concept of like big presence and like all the stuff that's going on, dude. Five and six was the best time. Yeah. Uh, and like, but then I had to keep my mouth shut because like all oh, the kids yeah, in my school, <laughs> yeah, well, all the kids in my school knew like they were all talking about Santa and I'm kind of like, <laughs> it's not real like in my head. <laughs> Dumbass like, kids. Yeah. Right. But then I put it like you were talking about her putting it all together. I put together, I remember like, well, then the tooth fairy's not real. Then the Easter bunny's not real. Like I put all of them mm-hmm. together and like ruined my whole childhood. Thanks, Cal. So I, so she did ask me about the reindeer. Forgot about that one. She did ask me. I was like, no, reindeer don't fly. Those, they are real. They don't fly. Right. And she's like, there's no Rudolph Blitz in comic. I was like, no, 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 that's real. And then, um, she did ask, uh, what did you just say? Damn it. Tooth fairy. Oh yeah. So she never even asked about that. And then right before we went to bed that night, she goes, is there anything else you're lying to me about? (laughs) I was like, (laughs) damn. (laughs) I know. I go. No. Was your no, daughter thirty? Yeah. Yes, my daughter is thirty. God, she's like nine, going on thirty-five, dude. Do you know what she asked for for Christmas? Bedside tables. <laughs> An organizer and a calendar. So yes. She can get her her day straight. I'm not kidding. I swear to God, she asked for calendars and organizers, a bedside table and a desk. <laughs> I want to get the, give me the, uh, the standing desk, please, dad. I don't want my back to go out. Yeah. I um, need to burn some calories, dad. Right, I swear, dude, I'm not even joking. Desk, she, no bullshit. She did ask for all of those things. 100%. Oh like, and you know, what's kind of sad is I've been kind of embarrassed. Cause like our neighbor, our neighbor was asking the other day and was like, Hey guys, what'd y'all get for Christmas? And she's like, I got a desk and some bedside tables. I'm like, man, I sound like, I just seem like the shittiest. <laughs> Like, what way to go, Dad! So, got him a sofa. So you didn't and just a buy him machine. Yeah, you didn't just buy him furniture because they needed it. You piece of shit! You made him ask for it for Christmas. <laughs> I'm like, damn it! I got a brand new bed that I can actually sleep in now. Yeah. It doesn't hurt my back. You finally got some covers too. <laughs> I've been sleeping on a mattress. <laughs> 
Cuddle with insulation that daddy's put up from the walls. Exactly. It doesn't make my skin itch as much. Uh, <laughs> we, yeah, man, it was, I don't know. So yes, she <laughs> Has is. Has your daughter talked to you about your stock portfolios yet? Like, how to get yet. You, like I'm sure she's, it's happening, but that's probably like 11. She's going to be like, right. dad, let's talk about your retirement. I'm like, my God, what? No. Well then fine. Let's <laughs> talk about my retirement. Now, yeah. I want to go you ahead and get that, get that squared away. Father. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why do you go play with dolls? No, right. I don't. I sold those dolls and I want to invest it in the stock market. I bought Bitcoin, which you should do, Dad. Yeah, I was like, well, I don't know. Yeah, dude, yeah. Because if so, you don't do it, you're the only one who can, Dad. So you might as well just go ahead and start saving for your, your retirement because uh, I'm not going to take care of you. Because I ain't doing it anymore. <laughs> I'm going to move on. I'm going to own half a planet. <laughs> yeah no so it went good uh but yeah man that was that's that's it that's so, awesome mm-hmm. yeah so she knows she's on our team now she's on the dark side so we'll uh mm-hmm. fair enough see how it goes i'll Steve give her a no wink when i see her idea. next time you know, like really oh yeah she's you know what's up <laughs> no that is <laughs> so like three days later they were making cookies like they always do with renee for for santa and of course, mm-hmm. Steven's over there, but he's looking down and making cookies. And as I'm walking by, I go, oh, wow, look at all those cookies. And she goes, yep, I'm making this one, especially for Santa, and looks at me and then winks. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, yeah. Oh, I hate sugar cookies, but okay, I'll eat it. Right. Yeah, that's, uh, well, I'll, I'll kind of transition to uh, kind of what I was going to talk about, because uh, Christmas is kind of like my my nemesis, because I am, I'm colorblind. And... Mm. Uh, and I'm red, green, color blind. Oh so, God! So, wait, so the, explain that for a second. Okay, so I will. And that's that's the reason I wanted to do this. Was throughout my life, I have been asked. I, I can't even count the amount of times. Like, what do you see? What color is this? What color is that? <laughs> well, that's blue because those are blue jeans. So, well, yeah. Sometimes those they can are be my black. favorite. Sometimes they can be. What color are my blue jeans? Uh, blue. <gasps> now, okay, so you're not colorblind. Yeah, yeah, you're not colorblind, liar. All right, so yeah, obviously this doesn't work great for podcasts because I can't show you anything, but at least you made to get the, the 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 gist of it here. So when I was in second grade, actually when I was in first grade, my first grade teacher, we used to do, we used to sort bag bags of M&Ms by color, right? <laughs> okay. And I would get... uh the bag that had three colors when everybody else got a bag that had five colors and I would go by their table and be like, they're idiots. They're putting all the same colors, like in different piles. <laughs> <laughs> my stupid ass kids. <laughs> right. My first grade teacher wanted to put me in special ed because she didn't know what color blindness was. And she just thought <laughs> I was stupid. Like I was like on the spectrum. Apparently. Wait, hold on. One, they didn't have a spectrum when you were a kid. Two, no. w- what teacher doesn't know what, sh- of children, doesn't know what colorblind is? Dude, she had no idea. And what the a hell lot of people go to my, college my in Wyoming? My mom didn't know what colorblindness was. Really? And so, yeah. And it, which is absolutely hilarious because my mom, that's how you get it, right? As As a male, only males like, there's, I'll, I'll read off the stats here after I get going, but uh, 
like 0.5% of females can be colorblind, whereas 8% of male population is colorblind. Okay. And, and colorblindness is kind of a, I will say it's on a spectrum because it's not the same for everybody. Right. Uh huh. And so anyway, I got the bag. She wanted to put me in special ed, blah, blah. If it hadn't been for my school nurse, <laughs> sorry, it hadn't been for my school nurse. My school nurse was like, hold on a second. It's only colors. Right. And she was in my first grade teacher. Was like, yeah, he's stupid. And like, so she, <laughs> she, she brought out a book that is the colorblindness test. And I'm sure some of you probably have seen it. Probably some of you have taken it. It's, it's a big circle and it's got all these different colored dots in it. And there's a letter or a number in that uh, dots and it's in different colors. Everybody usually can see the five or the seven or the 23 or whatever. Right. I can't see Jack. It is just a whole bunch of different colored dots. There's no five. There's nothing. Yeah. And yeah. so the, my school nurse is like, no, 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 he's not stupid he's colorblind. And so I went finally figured out what that was and what it meant and went through the rest of my life. Now I've had teachers after that who didn't believe in colorblindness. I'm not even kidding. I had a social studies teacher when I was in like seventh or eighth grade and she would say, and it was like seventh eighth grade is when they took the damn lettering, like when it would say red, green, blue off the colored pencils. It was just the colored pencil. It didn't have the damn name of the color on there. And so I would go up to the front of the class to start coloring maps, and I'd be staring at these colored pencils like, good God, man, just can someone help me? And the teacher would be like, will someone help him with his colors? Oh, like, my I God. Would, oh, yeah, I had some winners for teachers. But so here's here's what colorblindness is. So you have rods and cones in your eye. Right. Okay. So in your focal point, which is the size of a pen, right, where you actually see focus and detail and color, you have all these cones. Now, size, now when you, have, hold on, when you say pen, the size of a, what kind of pen? Like a ballpoint pen. Okay. All right. So Got that's, it. that's the size that goes on your retina that you, there's a little spot and that's where you see all of your definition, your, you know, and then you have your peripheral vision on the side of that and all your peripheral is cones. So all the, or yeah, yeah, cones, all the, all the, oh, sorry, rods, sorry, rods are on the peripheral. Okay. So the middle where you see color are cones and you have long, medium, and short. Whoa. Yep. That's, yeah. I think think we got some, maybe lost connection there on the phone. Is that what happened? Yeah. No, no, that's just me. I can't speak tonight. Well, you are on the spectrum, so. That's true. So (laughs) you have these cones that see medium, long, and short wavelength of light. And that is what produces color. So like if you go down in the ocean and you get to a certain depth, you can't see red anymore, even if you have normal color vision, because that length of wave for that color gets filtered out by the water. So if if you wear a red shirt down to a certain depth, it'll turn like blue. It's sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, what happens is when you're colorblind, you're born without these, without certain cones, it could be medium length, short length, long length, or a plethora of all of them. Right. So everyone, the human eye the normal human eye can see 7 million colors. That'll blow your mind. Jesus. Yeah. Whereas me being a colorblind person, I might see one to 5 million colors. It just depends, right? And there's all like, yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna go through this whole like 
all of them, but dude, there's so many different types of color blindness. You can be, you know, all these these things I can't pronounce. <laughs> but good God. Yeah. So you're but, green and red, which means you just can't see green and red at all, or is there certain no, shades of green shades. and red? So okay. shades. Now, if you were to hold, and what's crazy about me is I'm I'm red, green, blue, violet, and some other ones are kind of thrown in there too. And so, like when I worked in the oil field, a brand new hand would wear an orange hard hat, and seasoned hands would wear a red one. Well if you were to give them to me and put them next to each other, like, yeah, that one's orange, that one's red, but you put them separately and you put them just slightly at a distance. <laughs> Good luck, bud. I can't <laughs> tell you if that's red or orange. I have no idea. And so it's, it's genetically acquired. And so it's, it's passed by the X chromosome and Women's are, so women, it goes from, they're the worst, it, yeah, man. it goes from, Mother to son, son to daughter, daughter to son. Now, the females that carry the gene do not show it. They're not colorblind. They see perfect, normal right. color vision. But only the sons are the ones who show it. Now, they, the doctor told my mom, if she would have had 10 sons, nine of them would be colorblind. That's how strong it is. Wow. So my daughter, Adele, if she has sons... They will be colorblind. They're going to be colorblind. <clears throat> yep. And I mean, at least now, I mean, my daughter knows and they kind of poked fun at me too. But like when I was in the military, <clears throat> I had a girl that I would go shopping with because when I was a little kid, my mom used to let me dress myself and I would just dress because I thought stuff matched and be wearing like a brown shirt with like green pants and be like, I look great, right? You know, and my mom was like, ah, oh, you little kid, you know, whatever. Sure, yeah. But as you get older and you realize, like, if I'm going to go out to the club and try to hit on women, like, if I'm wearing a yellow shirt and green pants, I'm going to look ridiculous. Right. And so I would take this girl shopping with me. And this one time this girl told me, she's like, you should wear green more often. It brings out your eyes because I have green eyes. And I was shopping and she was like across the store and I picked up, which I thought was a green shirt. And I'm like, huh? And she was like, like across the store. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's good. Good, good shirt. So I bought it or whatever. And then later that night I wore it and I was like, like looking at her real hard, like, eh? And she was like, oh, you think that's green? And I'm like, it's not? <laughs> and she's like, no, it's brown. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so. Way to go. Way to go, friend. Yeah. And uh, here's another good one. It's only in uh, in white males. So, it, so oh, Colorado is, seriously? is racist. Yeah. It's racist. Yeah, that is ironic as shit. Isn't it? Right? Only the white guy can't see color. Hmm. Yep. And uh, now they've done some studies and it's pretty cool. So there's some advantages to being colorblind <clears throat> that you don't have be having normal color vision. Okay. So without the rod, the cones that I have, I rely more on my rods, which see white, black, and gray. So I see better at night than you do. Ah, okay. And so like when I go hunting in the mornings, when I get up really early to go hunting, I used to, I, I never carried a light because even with no moon, I can still see the trail. Okay. Yeah. And the and shades are buddies. more stand out more than, than they do yeah, for I, us normal people. Yep. <laughs> and I sense motion extremely well. So if something moves, Mm -hmm. off in a distance i sense that way better because i rely on my my rods which sense motion 
And I have a better memory than most people, that most colorblind people have a better memory because we have to remember, okay, this shirt is a green shirt. Like you have to consciously you have to use go, the, the muscle more or whatever, like the other yeah. senses kind of thing. Yep. Huh. And then also we sense pattern better. So like if you're, if you're looking at patterns or whatever, we can pick out patterns a lot better because we, we're not so focused on colors. That's right. like my grand, my great grand or no, grandfather whoa who was in world war, my my grandfather i mean okay. i was gonna say great grandfather but it is my grandfather um was in world war ii now he was totally colorblind he saw black and white which is extremely rare and they used to take him up in a biplane and fly him over japan or the islands because camouflage netting did not fool him he would see the square Boom, right there, and they would wow. write the coordinates down, and then they'd shell the crap out of it. So he he was an amazing hunter because he could just he could pick animals out because their 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 colors didn't blend in right to yeah. the forest at all. He would just see the outline and be gone. There's you know right there, but I, I if they move, I'll see them. If they're standing still, good luck. Especially like a mule deer out in sagebrush, I'm screwed. Sure. But the movement, you can pick up on that a yep. little. But yeah, they really hear. sensitive. Yeah, and uh, it's pretty cool. Like that's badass. Yeah, and then but you can't fly a plane though. No, Why can't you I fly can't a do plane. I can't because everything on like a flight line is color coded. Mm. So like it, the different color lights that or on the runway tell you one thing and tell you another thing and whatever. So like when I was in the Air Force, when I went in to MEPS. I did the whole ASVAT test mm-hmm. and then went through my whole physical and all that stuff and went into the recruiter's office and he was like, all right, man, you scored the highest we've had in two years. You can do anything you want in the air force. And I went, but I'm colorblind. And he goes, looks at my paperwork. He goes, nope, you're good. And I was like, no, I'm colorblind. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that eliminates me from quite a few jobs. And he's like, nope, says right here, you passed your colorblind assessed. And I thought, well, maybe I saw the colors I needed to see. So Hell I picked yeah. out EOD. <laughs> this is no lie. And if any people really don't know what EOD is, that's explosive ordnance disposal. Bomb yeah. squad. Yeah. Cut the green wire. <laughs> the what wire? You mean the grit? Yeah, yeah, I'll get that one. This, this, boom. They all, look, they all look pretty gray to me. Yep. And so <clears throat> I was like, are you sure? Because I'm colorblind. And he's like, nope, says right here you passed. 14 out of 14. And I was like, all right. And so I picked EOD, went through my whole senior year telling everybody I was going into EOD, all this stuff. I was supposed to leave June 25th to go to basic. June 23rd, I got a call from that recruiter. Hey, Brian, we need you to come back up to maps. There's something wrong with your paperwork. We need you to take the colorblindness test again. And I was like, <laughs> you dipshit. <laughs> told you. <clears throat> and so I go back up to maps, which is in Butte, Montana, which is like a four hour drive from where I lived. It wasn't an easy thing to do. <clears throat> so I drive up there. I go stand in front of him and he looked me dead in the eyes and he goes, God damn it. I go, what? He goes, I remember a kid standing in front of me telling me he was colorblind and I was telling him he wasn't. I was praying to God it wasn't you and it's you. And so <laughs> he, he goes, so we're going to give you the test again, but if, can you just try really hard? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's what I haven't been doing my whole life, God. trying hard enough to see color. Yeah, man. If only like, what is the, yeah, never mind. Steve, yeah. Stephen Ravon? 
Who are the the blind singers? Uh, there was Doc Watson, who was a blind guitar. Stevie Wonder is Stevie a Stevie Wonder. Blind... That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Derailed yeah. that one. Can you just try harder, Stevie, to see? Yeah, dude, you're surely you're just not trying hard enough. Right. And so I went in, and what, what they caught was on the 14 out of 14, most people had 0 out of 14, 1 out of 14. I missed every single one. <laughs> so <laughs> the lady just, they apparently don't get that many colorblind people, and she just put 14 and then wrote pass down because she's an idiot. Nice. And uh, yeah. So I went from anything that I could wanted to do in the military to about 10 jobs. And that's how I got Intel because everything else like truck driver, uh, like cook. <laughs> I was like, uh, that Intel thing sounds pretty cool. That sounds I'll better do that. than that. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, so it's, it's been a, a journey, uh, through my whole life and it's still every day. Like you just, people are unaware that. I mean, you'll, you'll run into people, oh yeah, my dad was colorblind or my brother's colorblind, but majority of people don't know about colorblindness. See, really, that blows my mind because, but obviously, so I have, like I've grown up with you, so you're colorblind and then, and I'm younger than you. So by that time, I think I was just always aware of it. And then mm -hmm. because my brother-in-law is colorblind and I right. feel like. I feel like it just makes sense <clears throat> or I just, I don't know. Maybe I knew or I'd heard that like there's, you know, you're limited because it, it was before you were in the air force. I'm right. pretty sure it was before. <clears throat> and mm -hmm. my brother-in-law, his whole like life goal and dream was to be a pilot. Yep. And he knew he was colorblind. And I feel like I knew, I remember when he came back, he was so disappointed because he couldn't get, when he went to the, um, recruiters because he went through he went to AM, Texas right. AM, and he went into the core which is it's like ROTC basically but ROTC on steroids and it's a huge tradition and blah 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 it's really stupid but <clears throat> it's it's a great program if you want to be in the military for sure like you want to go from there straight into the military they've kicked out a lot of generals and captain you know big wigs that are officers and stuff over the decades and so it's a big deal to them, <clears throat> but he went in because he wanted to be a fixed wing pilot. And it's like, wait, how did, how did you not know? Like, I feel like I, you went through all of that for four years, which is definitely not your normal, like college, uh, experience. <clears throat> and he did the whole thing and he wasn't, I was like, dude, I feel like I could have told you that years ago. Right. Like it could have saved you a whole lot of headache. I could. Yeah. You didn't have to do any of that. <laughs> But yep. I still make fun of him for that part. But other than that, yeah, dude, that's crazy. But it's, it's. I mean, in all fairness for us that are, they can see normal colors and are not crazy or on the <laughs> spectrum, apparently. Um, right, right, right. We, it's not like, because there's nothing about you that looks different. Like it would be, it would no. be helpful if your eyes were maybe like black and white or oh, something. Dude, we're that'd like, be oh, amazing. Colorblind guy. Right. Wouldn't it be cool? I feel like it would be, be cool. like, I wish, I wish it gave me something like way cool. Like people just look at you and go, Oh my God, dude's colorblind. Dude, that'd be awesome. His but eyes yeah, no. are glowing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He can see at night. He's like Riddick. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That would be so sweet. Yeah, but it's not, it's not, there's mm. nothing that says anything that you're colorblind, except for when you go, Hey, will you, you pass me that red shirt? And they're like, Oh, the green one. 
What's yeah. wrong with you? And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> All right, here we go. So I'm colorblind, and this is why, and this is what. And so when the whole mask thing started going off, right, I yeah. went to Jackson, and I had to go do something up in Jackson, and Jackson's like our most liberal county in Wyoming. Which isn't. And it's not that liberal compared to it, yeah. most liberal places. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's pretty bad, but it's not as bad. So they were all masked out, right? So of course, I, I drive up there and I'm like, ah, oh, crap, I don't have a mask. So I went into a gas station and they had, and there's, you know, there's masks just everywhere now. And so I pick one out and I go up, which I thought was white. And I go to the counter and the, man, the lady goes, oh, going for a pink one, huh? <laughs> I went, this pink? And she's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, screw it. Just whatever. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Who's going to make fun of me for wearing a pink mask? I'm big enough. Whatever. Six foot one, weigh 230 pounds. Is someone going to yell at me? No. No, they're just going to think you're gay. Right. Look at they're the gay man wearing a mask. just come over there and, and thank you for your your uh, heroism. Hero- right. For Her- being proud. Yeah. yeah. God, you're so brave. You're so brave. But yeah, I, I came home and, and and it's fun. I mean, you you do it. You know, my wife does it. People do it all the time. They they know I'm colorblind. I think it's hilarious if I screw something up and then they go, hey, he's colorblind. He's special. Yeah. Look at him. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I'm like, shut up. Whatever. Yep. Uh, there was a, the one thing I was reading, there was an article and the, the guy had done a whole bunch of tests on colorblind people and he, uh, attention to detail is much higher in colorblind people. Like when you're looking at things. And so he showed a picture to like 50 normal color vision people and then 50 colorblind people. And he asked them to describe what they see. And of course all the other, there was a sunset and I looked at the picture and I was like, yeah, it's sunset. And I was like, there's a bridge, there's a house, there's clouds here. Like you don't get so sucked in with all the color. Right. And you so, don't see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't see it. So it's not like, ooh, that's pretty. I mean, I would love to be able to see what normal color people like color vision see. I would love that just for a day and I'll go back. Well, you don't but have like, glasses, right? No, but see, that doesn't, all that does is shift the light spectrum. It doesn't actually cure anything. There's no cure. There's no cure for colorblind. Well, no, I know it doesn't clear. It doesn't cure, but like, aren't you able to wear that for like a day? And then like get a feel for what, like what a normal green or whatever looks like. Not really, because all it does is shift the light spectrum. So you're, they really aren't sure what I see that my purple right. may and be your red. They have no idea really see, what I what's, see. I love talking about that right there. And I was going to ask you a question, but we'll get way into the weeds. But that mm-hmm. is super interesting to me because it's like, how do I know what maybe maybe you're not colorblind, maybe we are colorblind. Are you right. like how do we know you don't see the right color? Or you're seeing like I don't know. I just feel like Well, because you guys like my worst nightmare is going to a Home Depot and going to the paint section where <laughs> there's all the like you have all those like just colors everywhere. And that's one of the best places I can go. And expand, like kind of show people like what yeah. I see. Cause like right now we're talking about painting our house. And like for me, I'm like, I don't care. Paint, yeah, paint the damn matter. walls purple. I don't care. I can't see it anyway half the time. And so what I'll do, like I took Bree to the, the thing and I'm like, all of those are the same color. All of those are the same color. This one and that one look the same. This one and this one look the same. And she's like, 
oh my gosh. She's like, there's so many different colors that you don't see. Yeah, like, I your don't... life, your world sucks. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. I can <laughs> see it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. No, that's intense, but, man. That's cool. We, um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So I just wanted to raise awareness for colorblind people you did. out there. You guys should get a month. Do you have a month yet? No, but we, there is a t-shirt out there that my sister had bought when I was younger and it has a colorblind test on it. And I, and this is when she had moved out to college and I hadn't seen her in a while and she wore it. And I was like, why are you wearing a colorblindness test? Like a colorblindness test on your shirt. And she's like, can you read what it says? And I said, no, I cannot. And she started laughing because it said, fuck the colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> And I legit could not see it. I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. That's awesome. That yeah. is awesome. I love your well, I'll sister. I'll end it with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good job. What a great sister. Yeah. Ruined your Christmas and she makes fun of your disability. Yeah, it's not a disability, all right? It's an ability. It's a special it's ability. ability. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, okay? You are. I'm superhuman. So definitely on the spectrum. Okay. <laughs> all right man well that wraps it up dude uh that was fascinating i actually thoroughly enjoyed that um and i learned something new about my cones and rods there um, you go so uh yeah you guys have a good week and uh enjoy your new year sounds good man we'll be back after that all righty man all right see you guys later bye. bye all right end it drop it send it this has been the Beyond Our Service podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, review, tell your friends all about us. This show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available. And if you'd like to reach out, please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think or find out how you can be a part of the show. See you next time.